Brendan O'Connor on RTE Radio 1, sponsored by Timber Living Log Cabins. For your perfect workspace, living space or hideaway, timberliving.ie. We'll move on. If you were listening to Santa Sogaro earlier and uh, tips on how to do Valentine's Day at home, you might be thinking of cooking a steak. So we're going to tell you now how to cook the perfect steak. And I'm joined by Richie Wilson. And Richie is Culinary Director at Fire Steakhouse and Soul Restaurants in Dublin. Good afternoon, Richie. How you doing, Brendan? Thank you very much for having me on the show. Okay, so Richie, we're gonna we're gonna romp through here a kind of a, not an idiot's guide, but a, 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 a back to basics guide to steaks. Tell me first about the different cuts because there seems to be more of them all the time. Absolutely, increasingly numbers of cuts growing all the time, and everybody excited to try something new, something different. I mean, our three prime cuts are always the sirloin, the ribeye, the fillet, and that's the sort of general references that we always give to those steaks. But there's so many more than that these days, you know, and even if we begin with just our cut steaks that are on the bone, our T-bones, tomahawk has become so popular, cowboy mohawk and the coat of buff, which is probably my favourite, to be honest with you. And then move on to like sharing double cuts like the Delmonico, Porterhouse, Chateaubriand, perfect for Valentine's coming up and into more tender pieces like the filet mignon, uh, more flavoursome uh, steaks have come more by influence of South American countries, um, you know, flat irons, picanha, feather blades uh, and steaks like that. And it's just, it, it's rocketed into uh, all these multiple different types of steaks, which is wonderful, you know. Okay, so for the home chef then, in terms of buying a steak, um, what what's the best one to, to, to buy for, for simplicity? And what kind of quality levels are we looking at? Like you see dry age, you see organic, you see all kinds of price ranges there. Absolutely. And I mean, I know rule at home would say to you, the more you bought, the more you spend, the better the steak. It's not necessarily true. And it's a little bit more difficult at home. You know that you're always I'm always asked what's the best way to cook a steak? How long do I cook a steak? And it's very difficult to, to tell you exactly how long to cook a steak. But that first step of choosing wisely is probably the single most important one. You know, we have the most amazing beef in this country and it, it's wonderful to be able to champion it. So, uh, Pick, as you say, the most simple of the cuts, a fillet steak, a ribeye steak or a ribeye steak. Those more flavoursome steaks like the feather blades and things like they just take a little bit more time and effort and a little bit more hassle to go into it. But choosing that wisely, look for something that's nicely marbled. You, You want something that has a nice grain or a nice vein of white running through the meat, all the way through the meat. Um, something looking like your marble worktop. It's got that little white vein running through it. That white vein is fat, but that's flavour. And that's what okay. we want from a steak, you know. Okay, so then cooking it at home and getting that kind of, you know, the way you go to a restaurant, like in the, the, the crusty and delicious and moist and the inside and everything. So if we start yeah. with seasoning, so like everyone has different opinions on this. So salt or pepper or not, and then when when to salt, not to draw out all the moisture and stuff. Okay, so I think absolutely salt, 100%. And uh, when we're using salt, we use it quite liberally. I mean, I, I am aware of all the health benefits, uh, you know, health problems that will go along with that kind of thing. But we're, we've taken a piece of meat that has literally no seasoning on it whatsoever. So using salt quite liberally from the beginning. Um, we but know. do people not say do, that it dries it out then if you put it on too early or too yeah. late? Or, so yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a fine line here. So if we if we season it with salt 
at five minutes before we put it onto the grill, we're drawing out the moisture. And you can see that on the steak, on the on the worktop, you'll see these water droplets on the top of the steak. If we've drawn out the water sort of five minutes before 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 cooking with a little bit of salt, that's going to, you won't get a nice crust on the steak as it cooks because it'll almost braise as it goes onto the pan. Yeah. So, uh, so you want a good 15, 20 minutes before you cook it to allow that moisture to go back into the steak. If you don't have the 15 or 20 minutes to season it beforehand, seasoning it just before you put it on the pan is better than seasoning it five minutes before you put it on the pan. Does okay. that make sense? Yeah, that's, that's clear. Right. Now, the pan. A, what kind of pan are we using? Like, is it a kind of a ridged one or a flat one? Say you're doing your, your ribeye or your or your fillet, and then how hot do we want it to be? Like, as, do we want it as hot as possible? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So uh, each steak probably lends itself a little bit better to each different cooking platform. I mean, ideally at home, if you can cook it on the barbecue, that's really where you want to be. Uh, those flavours that a steak develops from the charring on, on a barbecue is the best flavour that you want to get from a steak. Um, if you're going to cook it on a, on a barbecue or a, a live fire grill like that, uh, don't use any wet marinade. Stick to the dry rubs. They're so much better and they won't char the way they would over an open flame. If you don't have that and you're going to cook, a, say, a ribeye steak over a ridged pan uh, or a char grill pan, as they're, they're called, is best because what that, ha what that allows is for the, the fat to just fall away from the steak and not uh, braise the steak as it's cooking. Okay. However, there are there are other steaks uh, that are heavily marbled. So if we get into the Wagyu's, or we, we do in this country, we do have quite a few uh, breeds that are very heavily marbled and they can be better in, a, in what we'd call a solid top pan or a flat top pan uh, at a slightly lower temperature. Always, it, it, the you know, we take hot, hot, hot if you're gonna put it onto it for a searing there's a difference between searing and sealing than burning. So just be cautious of that. Okay. And then are we are we searing first on, on both sides? Talk me through it. Are we searing first on both sides and then turning down the heat? Or how, what, what's the method there? We would always say that we cook the steak two-thirds of the way through on the first side. So sometimes I think people are very quick to turn the steak and to put it on the pan. They hear that sizzle and uh, smoke coming up off the pan and they think, oh, I better turn this over quickly. You're better off not. Allow that steak to cook two to three, two-thirds through on that first side and then turn it over to finish it off for just one-third of the time on the final side. What you'll get then is a much uh, more well-developed crust and that crust and colour is what gives the steak that flavour. So, okay. uh, so the, le quick the less it. moving and flipping, the better, yeah? Absolutely, 100%. And every time you turn it, the pan goes into what we call recovery. So we're drawing the, the heat from the pan and we want to keep as much heat coming straight through the steak as possible. Okay. Some people would say um, cook it a bit in the pan and then stick basically half a pound of butter on it and stick it in the oven to finish it off. Yeah, I don't think there's a need for half a pound of butter. It's lovely yeah. to enrich things, uh, but I want to be able to taste the steak for what it is. So, okay. yeah, if we're if we're if we're on a big steak, it might need to be finished in the oven. The we're talking about a big sharing steak there, like a coat de buff that needs that needs to be well done for you or whatever. But the vast majority of steaks can be cooked all the way through on the pan. Okay, and then finally and briefly. Resting is crucial. Nobody wants to do it at the time, but we should do it. It is everything. Give yourself that extra 10 minutes before you start cooking to allow the beef to rest. That's the difference between having that pool of juice 
in the middle of the plate and having it all inside in the steak when you when you chew it and when you put it into your mouth. So resting allows the muscle to relax again, hold back on to all of those juices before you cut it. Okay. Uh, if we if we if we cook it really quickly and then cut it really quickly afterwards, we lose all the juices into the pan or into the plate or the board. Okay, and listen, you've given us a recipe for uh, a sharing steak with, uh, with with smoked bacon and garlic potatoes and cream spinach. We'll put that up on the website. Uh, thank yeah. you very much, Richie Wilson of Fire and Soul. That, w- that was great. Few tips, few rules. Thanks a million.